Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt, Tuesday, December 7th edition, 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor today. We have de Blasio doubling down and making it clear that his plan of COVID mandate madness is for the entire country. He wants everyone to follow his lead. This is something that we're going to have to uh, deal with here in New York and maybe in other places, too. Uh, small business owners are furious at uh, furious at him. I'll explain where all this is going. Uh, Jussie Smollett's trial is is hilarious and deeply disturbing at the same time. Will Russia invade Ukraine? Um, and the transgender UPenn swimmer who is breaking, shattering women's records because is a biological male. This is a surprise to exactly no one. We'll get into all of that in just a moment. we got a lot to get to today, friends. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month to month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Bambi.com slash buck. The worst mayor in America, perhaps the worst mayor in the world. Um, That's the only thing that I can really think of when I hear the latest craziness from Mayor Bill de Blasio. He is completely insane, uh, power mad. And he's a brainwashed lib. I mean, he is a woke loon. That's what you're dealing with in America's largest city right now. And this this brings up some issues that are nationwide. So I want to make sure that you don't think I'm just, oh, my gosh, woe is me, New York. No. Remember, the Biden administration is of this mindset. They just haven't been able to figure out a way yet to force compliance at such an extreme level. But this is coming for you, too. The way that I was telling people Early on, whenever there were more extreme restrictions, I said, just wait, they're going to push for this. Just wait. The federal government's going to do it. And they did. Here's de Blasio. He's putting out these videos. Look, the guy's doing this. I understand at some level just because he wants to get as much attention as he possibly can. Okay, he wants as much attention as he can possibly get before he is no longer the mayor of New York City because he thinks that he should be. He really believes that he should be the governor of, of New York, he actually thinks he should be the president of the United States. Don't put anything past this guy. He's scary and he's so delusional and yet slimy and cunning that you have to take him somewhat seriously, even though he's a buffoon. Here he is saying it all worked. We've talked to business leaders for months about the reality of the Delta variant and the whole reality of COVID. You know what they tell us? One, when the government acts, it makes it easier for them to act. They like to see the government lead the way. We did that with our own public employees, our own public schools. We proved it works. And then what we also heard from business leaders is whatever you do, don't let us go back to shutdown. 
Don't let us go backwards. This is a preemptive strike. This is to get ahead of something that's now threatening us in a new way. You had the winter weather. You had the holiday gatherings. Now Omicron. I mean, we're getting a lot of warnings here. We better be aggressive. Shutdown? That anyone's even talking about that means they're completely out of their minds. Completely out of their minds. Unless Omicron has a you know fatality rate similar to the Spanish influenza, which nobody thinks it does. In fact, if anything, all the data right now tells us it is so far less lethal than other strains of COVID. But it's do what I say or we're going to shut you down? You've got to be kidding me. Now, I understand people are going to point out, oh, Buck, but there's a new mayor coming in, and so maybe it'll all be fine. Maybe the new mayor will handle things. I wouldn't be so sure about that. This kind of thinking is prominent among Democrats. This approach is something that is not limited to Bill de Blasio. Plenty of other mayors, San Francisco, Los Angeles, D.C., have taken extreme and anti-science or unscientific approaches to all of this. So don't think that this is just limited to New York because we're going through right now there's some key baseline realities that they don't want to talk about. They don't want to think about. Here's one of them. Fauciism has failed. It has failed. All right. We did what they told us to do, and the result is not what they said. That's a big problem. That's a difficult thing for people to just, at least those who can think for themselves, to accept and then keep listening to you, right? That, that, that seems like an issue. Understand this, in the Daily Mail right now, there's a story that 120 partygoers who caught Omicron from a one person who was infected, they believe, in Norway, a Norwegian Xmas, uh, Christmas, sorry, Xmas, a Norwegian Christmas work night out. They all have mild symptoms weeks later. None are very ill. Everyone's okay. So it looks like this is probably weaker. If one person can infect 120 people, my friends, think this through. What are the chances that being a little extra cautious, wearing two masks instead of one, being seven feet instead of six feet away, is going to do a damn thing to slow this virus's spread? I mean, does any intelligent person really believe that? So, so there's, there's multiple issues here. All this mitigation crap with the masking, the mandates around it, social distancing, all this stuff does not work. It's just harassment, compliance, and subjugation. It doesn't work. So then that brings us to the vaccine. What is the primary, what is the primary um, reason that they gave us for everybody has to get vaccinated? Right. Everybody. It's, it's not enough if you want to for, you know, yourself. And this is why I keep saying everyone who's at high risk, please get the shot. If you're at high risk, the shot is good for you to avoid hospitalization and death. But if it's an individual choice, right, I mean, people can live with those choices one way or another. But no, it's a spread issue among the community, they say. So you're a threat to other people unless you get vaccinated. How effective are the vaccines at stopping spread? Pretty ineffective. I mean, they can tell us whatever they want, but you can do the math. All right. You've had over 200. And I, I, I you know what? I want to check to give you the exact. How many 
Americans um, have gotten the COVID shot. Let's just let's just get right to where we are today. All right. Fully vaccinated. Okay, two. It says 198 million here. 200 million, let's call it. All right, basically 200 million people have gotten the shot. You have major states right now setting, setting records. Places like Michigan, not just for cases but hospitalizations. You have a wave of COVID slapping through the northern United States, including heavily vaccinated blue states. Their program is not working. Right? They can say, oh, but this, but that, but this, but that. No, no. We were told, get the shot, and it's done. We shut this whole thing down. Now they're saying, get the shot forever. Sorry. Change of plans. Well, wait, wait, wait. We never had that conversation. Never had agreement to that. I want you to take a moment. Think back to where your mind was in April or May of 2020. Imagine for a moment. Imagine for a moment you were told not only will you continue to have restrictions on your life and masking on planes and indoor spaces and everything after there's a vaccine that has been given to 200 million Americans fully vaccinated, right? We know fully vaccinated is not even a real term anymore. Not only will you have to continue mitigation, you're going to have to get more shots. This is forever now. This is the way we have to live our lives. You have to just keep getting shots with new strains of COVID until there's no COVID. People would have said that's completely insane. That's not what we should do as a society. We should not sign on for this. Oh, and also the complete suppression of natural immunity, which is an enormous, an enormous intentional omission from this discussion by the health authorities because it complicates things for them. Oh, well, hold on a second. He didn't have to get the shot because he already had COVID. So wait a second, that... That means that not everyone has to get the shot, right? Oh, no, you have to. It's never enough. It's never enough. Um, we are living in a health tyranny, friends. That's what this is. And I understand if you're living in a red state right now, if you're in Florida, if you're in Texas, you're feeling a lot better about it. And God bless, because you are in a much better situation than those of us in New York, California, New Jersey. But this is not done. I mean, the Democrats are, this is, this is now like climate change, a belief system for them. This is a part of their identity. They are, they are the COVID fighters. More shots, more shots, shots for kids. I mean, it's appalling what they're doing to children, but they're doing it. It's child abuse, but they're doing it. Parents, parents so deluded that they actually are doing this to their own children, willingly. I mean, it's one thing if, you know, your kid is not going to be allowed in school, so you get them the shot. I mean, I get it, right? They're twisting arms. But there's some parents who are gleeful. Oh, you know, I got little Timmy the shot yesterday. He's six. Now he'll be safe. Really? Insane. Absolutely insane. Um, we need to have a real conversation about well, what's the what's the, now the the rationale behind forcing people to get the shot if getting the shot at best limits the spread for a few months? Oh, you just keep getting the shot forever? Is that is that the plan? And when I say limits the spread, we don't know what's the number. Remember over the summer, breakthrough cases very rare, pandemic of the unvaccinated, really. The breakthrough case is rare now. I know plenty of people personally, personally, fully vaccinated, got COVID. Now, I understand they keep saying, oh, but it protects you from hospitalization and death. Yes, but that is a personal protective measure. I mean, if, if it's not actually a vaccine that prevents you from getting it and spreading it, why are you making everybody get it? They say, well, because it reduces the likelihood that you'll get it and spread it. 
Uh, okay, so now we're forcing shots on people because we think for a period of time it might make them slightly less likely to spread. And they don't even know how Omicron is going to react to this yet. I mean, right now, you've got a lot of, a lot of stories about people who are fully vaccinated who got Omicron. You know, you know how this thing is probably, and this is a prediction, okay? So this is a prediction, not a statement of fact, so they can't fact check me. This thing probably ends when you have so much infection that has built up actual natural immunity and natural evolution of the virus to milder strains that it effectively becomes something like a, like a cold. It might be a year or two or three or more out, but that's probably when this thing... And there'll still be people walking around with masks on. Right now, outside of New York, I just, I just walked into my radio studio, people walking outside alone. I'd say 30 to 40% of the people I walk past on the street have masks on, outside, by themselves. These are vaccinated people who are outdoors. They're wearing masks. They're wearing cloth. Not like a nice, you know, snuggy for the face that keeps you warm kind of thing. It's cold here now. That I understand a little more. No, no. The, the, the cloth mask. You know, they're wearing it outside, alone. Thanks, Fauci. And maybe Fauci could tell them to calm down with just that. You know, maybe I'd listen to them a little bit more then. You know, I was sick last week. Not COVID, cold. But uh, thankfully, I was very comfortable as I was sneezing and coughing because I've got amazing uh, bedding, courtesy of MyPillow. Mike Lindell's MyPillow is a fantastic company. The MyPillows are the best pillows I've ever had. I've got the mattress topper, the Giza Dream sheets, my towels, my slippers. All this stuff is great. Listeners like you have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today, and Mike wants to give back to all of you. You can get great discounts on MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com, clicking on the Radio Listener Special Square. You'll see rotational offers, up to 66% off on products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Please do. MyPillow.com, amazing company, and I, I love their stuff. The Giza Dream Sheets in particular. I mean, I love all their stuff, but the Giza Dream Sheets are the best sheets I've ever had. And I've had, like, some expensive, fancy sheets in the past, you know. Gotta, gotta keep that silky feeling against, but no, MyPillow, my pillow, Giza Dream, better. Um, the Jussie Smollett trial, I just want to talk about it for a second because it's amazing. He's, he's still going, folks, with this thing. He's still telling people that he was the victim of a hate crime. He has to be made an example of. The only thing I'll say about this, other than it is high comedy, and the latest is that, I mean, there, there's, he's saying that he had a, a, a gay relationship with one of the Nigerian brothers who attacked him. The Nigerian brother says, no, he's not gay, just he's lying. But they went to a bathhouse together and they smoked a blunt, but they didn't touch each other. But I mean, the whole, you're sitting here just like, what is going on? Like, how is this even, a, how is this even happening right now? It's like living in an alternate universe. And Jussie, I mean, it is so unfair. It is a crime against humanity that there is not video and audio of this. Because this is, I'm going to say it, this is the best performance Jussie Smollett's ever given and will ever give in his whole life. I mean, this is high comedy and high drama at the same time. It's unbelievable. This guy could not be caught more red-handed in a hoax, a, a hate crime hoax, and he just keeps doubling down. He just keeps doubling down. Think about that. I mean, this is, this is like nothing we've seen in, you know, people would say, oh, what about the OJ trial? I mean, I talked about this with Clay yesterday. They didn't have video of OJ you know, buying the, the knife and the gloves and, and, you know, 
preparing for the attack the day before. I mean, yeah, OJ did it, obviously. But but Jussie Smollett, it is not it is it is short of the the like captain of the police precinct watching live on a streaming video as this happened. It's hard to imagine that there would be it would be more clear what went on here. And now it comes out that Don Lemon uh, was texting Jussie Smollett saying the police don't buy your story. Don Lemon was trying to coach him a little bit, maybe, or give him a little bit of a heads up, a warning. CNN is a trash heap, folks. It's a bad place. I keep saying this. It's gone. It's gone bad. It's turned evil, right? CNN, if this was Game of Thrones, you know, CNN has joined up with the Lannisters and they got to be dealt with. They're bad. They're bad. Uh, there's no integrity. There's no honor over there. They destroy people's lives. They lie about people. They're, they're just disgusting. And yeah, I mean, here, here's the thing. Of course, John, uh, Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo and these people are playing games behind the scenes and leveraging their position and everything else. That, that's, this is the kind of people that we're talking about. But in the case of reaching out to a friend or a family member and trying to help them, see, I tell you, if someone comes on the radio show, I say things like, this is my friend. I'm friends with this person. I tell you, don't expect me to attack my friends. Because I'm honest with you about where I'm coming from about this stuff. Don Lemon goes on TV and tells his audience of brainwashed libs, I'm a news anchor. I'm a journalist. I am presenting you objective fact, which is laughable. And they're caught yet again. I mean, they're caught yet again. I think it's funny that people say, oh, well, Jake Tapper will take over the Cuomo. Jake Tapper's a huge fraud, too. He's a lib activist. Once every six months, the guy asks like a, a real question or, or he criticizes China because that's such a big threat to his career. Yeah. And then we're all supposed to clap. Give me a break. He's a, he's a nasty person, too, by the way. A, a, a snide, thin-skinned, egomaniacal jerk. Um, in case you're wondering. But, yeah, so Don Lemon's an idiot. I'm not surprised. And Jussie Smollett is atrocious. <laughs> it's just atrocious, honestly. I don't, I don't even know what to say beyond that. Uh, is Russia going to invade Ukraine? Is Russia going to invade Ukraine? Um, maybe. I just uh, was texting with a friend of mine uh, who's out there covering it and has been for a long time. We'll be having him uh, on the big radio show probably this week and maybe on Hold the Line, which I hope you're all watching Hold the Line at night. If you're looking at the, or listening to this podcast, uh, you can always watch me on the uh, the first TV app, Hold the Line, Buck Sexton. So I do a one-hour TV show every night. Do you guys even, I'm not even sure all of you know that. So, yeah, it's free. Just download it, watch it on your phone, watch it on your computer, watch clips of different segments. We have great guests. Anyway, um, yeah, Russia may, Russia may in fact, uh, invade Ukraine. That could happen. That's a, re- that's a real thing. And uh, this would be quite a problem, mostly for Europe. Now, Ukraine is not a NATO ally, but we did have this promise that if they gave up all their nukes, we would defend them. It's one of these things. You look at this. Once you get nukes, you never give them up. You never give them up because you can't trust everybody else with, you know, with your safety. No one, whether it's about COVID or anything else, no one cares about your safety as much as you do. No nation cares about your nation's safety as much as your own nation does, ever. So, yeah, I, I think it's possible they might do it in, you know, early in the new year. This would cause, the, the, here's the plan, as it's understood right now. I mean, as much as one can understand this. And the Russians have been trying this on a small scale for years. They've done this in, uh, in Georgia. 
Uh, they've done this in eastern Ukraine already. They seized Crimea. They would probably have a massive a, a Russian blitzkrieg. Right? Of course, blitzkrieg, Russian word, but I mean a, a German, pardon me, German word, but a Russian blitzkrieg. Um, and they would try to knock out all of the, uh, they would try to knock out all the comms and essentially have such a sucker punch, even though the Ukrainians are preparing for it right now, they're, they're in you know, territorial integrity forces, whatever they call them. They're basically their uh, citizen militias being called up as we speak. Uh, the Russians will try to hit them so hard in the first volley that the Ukrainian government just says, okay, okay, fine. You know, we're, we're, you guys install your guy, we're done. We don't want to have our whole country ruined. That's really the plan. The question becomes, of course, will they? Act, will the Russians actually do this? Because this would be a big deal. This would be the biggest invasion of its kind involving a major power in, uh, uh, in, in this region and involving Russia in a long time. Right? This would be a big deal. Yeah, of course, the U.S., Middle East, international coalition stuff. But this is something else. And this is a U.S. ally. Um, is it really our problem? It's not good, that's for sure. Um, and it's something that we're going to have to see how the Biden administration would respond to this. But I got to tell you, um, would I go fight to defend U- Ukraine's in territorial integrity? I mean, I think of this question very honestly. If, if someone told me, if someone told me that, um, you know, there was basically a, uh, there was a Russian army that had just landed in Long Island. Would I be showing up to a National Guard armory near me saying, uh, give me some body armor and M4, let's roll? Yes, absolutely. No question. No question. I mean, not in my mind. I'm sure a lot of you feel exactly the same way. Um, when I hear that there's a, a chance that there'll be Russian you know, fighter bombers, uh, Russian, you know, amphibious landings or whatever in Ukraine. I'm like, oh, man, time to send Buck to the barricades. No. So uh, this is how I approach having spent time in Iraq and Afghanistan as, as a civilian CIA analyst, seeing a lot, having a lot of access and exposure and not being a combatant, but getting a, a sense of what the combatants were dealing with up close and personal. Um, I mean, I got to tell you. You know, you, I, I do think that's the first place you got to think about these things a lot of the time. Do, do I want Americans? If I wouldn't go, what I want Americans going in my place? Do I want any Americans uh, risking themselves for Ukraine's territorial integrity? Um, I think that's a tough question for a lot of people. For me, the answer is no. The answer is no. We help Ukraine. We do what we can diplomatically. We pressure. We... You know, we maybe should have done more to give them better munitions, although the Trump administration gave them better stuff than the Obama administration was willing to. But isn't it so interesting, too, that they might do this under the Biden administration? I thought that Trump was the Russians' great buddy that they could always count on, and yet they might invade the biggest disruption in the post-Soviet era uh, on their periphery. They might do it right in the early part of the Biden administration. Isn't that such an interesting change of tone uh, here? Yeah. 20 years ago at this time, this nation was reeling from the worst terrorist attack to ever take place on American soil. We lost 2,977 people on September 11, 2001. In the face of that horror, brave Americans responded, many even stepped forward to enlist in our armed forces. Since then, more than 7,000 U.S. soldiers made the ultimate sacrifice. Those heroes were part of the war on terror, America's response to 9-11. They fought for us, but never came home. The Tunnel the Towers Foundation 
honor those men and women who gave everything by reading their names aloud for the first time ever on Veterans Day this year in a new annual ceremony. Tunnel the Towers is making sure their sacrifice is never forgotten. The foundation's season of hope runs from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. At least one mortgage-free home a day is being given away for 37 days to honor America's greatest heroes. Do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tunnel to Towers Foundation does fantastic work. Please do support them. And just to close it up here, uh, this swimmer at UPenn um, is setting huge records. This goes in the... We told you so file, right? Um, this UPenn transgender swimmer is absolutely dominating. Um, I mean, I, I've said this before. I was like a mediocre, uh, you know, multi-sport high school athlete, right? Like mediocre. I was okay. I was like decent, you know, captain of my high school soccer team. Woohoo! Yay me. Wee, yay. I mean, you know, it's been a long time. I can't even imagine how my ankles actually dealt with all that. Now I'm like, oh, gosh, that looks tough. But... I can tell you this, having gone to college and then had some some just sort of off-season scrimmages with the various women's teams and you know, sports I played, yeah, I mean, a guy is going to dominate. A, a, a trained athlete at, at a college level is going to dominate all women in the category without question. And it's not even close. Without question. In a sport that's strength and speed-based entirely, and maybe you could say, oh, well, in tennis or something, you know, a D3 player won't beat a D1 women's player, although even that, probably not. Um. But this is the most obvious thing in the world, and it's just, it's, there's multiple levels here. I mean, one, it's, this is just showing you that the left is insane, folks. I mean, I say this, and this is crazy, right? We all know what's going on here. Why are we being forced to do this? Why are we being forced to celebrate this? Why are all the news anchors using the female pronouns? This is a guy. I mean, it's going to be transgender female. It's not, a, it's not a biological female. It's not. No, no, we can play this uh, with these word games all day. It's not. And so you sit here and you say, well, does that have implications, ramifications? Yes. For one, live not by lies, as Solzhenitsyn said. I do not ever accede to, I do not ever comply with, I will not bend the knee to people that are trying to force lies out of my own brain and out of my own, in my own voice. Because that's the beginning of the end. I mean, if you can't even say truth out loud that you know, then what are you even doing? And then beyond that, it's also so sad for all these women who worked. Think of all the hours in the pool, right? Swimming, 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 trying to get a record. Now, they're, now for some of these people, that was their, their life's dream was to set the national collegiate record for. And now this, this, uh, this male comes in and blows them all out of the water. And we're supposed to clap for this? Because someone's having a, a you know a, a psychological issue here, and they think that they are they're the wrong gender, you know, when they're in college, we're supposed to celebrate this. The it's essentially the destruction of women's athletics is what you're watching right now. And the feminists are all on board with this because leftism always always turns into self contradiction, anarchy, and absurdity. But more on that another day. Got to leave it there for today, team. Thanks for being here with me. Back tomorrow. Shields high.